you change your mind like a girl changes clothes. Oh, yes, indeed. Hey, that's Katy Perry, and we appreciate what she's doing. Although, let me just say, I hate to shoot a hole in your basic premise there, Katy, but uh, I spent a little bit of time up at a ladies' commune in Vermont, and, uh, well, uh, they didn't change their clothes all that often. Let me just leave it at that. Folks, welcome back to Some Things I Enjoy. Uh, the Dale Radio Program. I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, uh, coming to you from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And, oh, my, I couldn't be happier to be back here with you, although uh, I have a little bit of a beef with Mother Nature. Uh, they say a chance of rain. Well, I tell you, it's a 100% chance because it is pouring uh, once again with a few boomers out there. And... Uh, Hey, I guess it's okay for the flowers and things coming up, but boy, a little bit of a drag, especially after being out on the West Coast. Some would say the best coast. I wouldn't say that necessarily, uh, but it was fun, and of course, you can't beat the great sunshine, the endless, endless sunshine, that kind of uh, a light that just bleaches everything uh, and and kind of dries out your skin. But hey, hey, it was, it was wonderful to be out there. I, of course, as I mentioned, went out to... Uh, uh, just a quick gig uh, down in Temecula, which uh, out near uh, San Diego is down, is down where that is, um, uh, inland a little bit. I went down, of course, to the Sunshine End uh, Resort and Spa for a Singles Mother Day event. Uh, that, that is mothers who are or single mothers, and, and they're celebrating uh, together. At this, at this event, they needed some entertainment. My thanks, of course, go out to the great uh, Bob and Sharon Jimenez uh, for lining this up, and I was pleased that J.J. could make the trip with me. Uh, boy, oh boy, that kid is a runner. I didn't know this, uh, but he's, he's quite a runner. He, he, uh, he sets out every morning and does, I don't know, 15, 20 miles or so, and he keeps in good shape, and he says, yeah, yeah, there, Dale, you want to come for a run? I say, well, maybe, and uh, then I just order breakfast in the room. Um, but it was a nice event, a, a really a beautiful day. You couldn't ask for a better day. Uh, of course, they have a lot of them out there. And, uh, boy, I had to get sunscreen, though. I, I went right over there to uh, uh, one of the, the drug stores, and I picked up some sunscreen and some of the other things uh, uh, that you need for, for that kind of Pacific living. And, uh, uh, boy, that was... Uh, I, you know, it was nice to get away from this, this rain that we've had and are still having, thank you very much, and, and just kind of unwind out there. We had a little bit of downtime, and uh, we worked on some, some technical things uh, uh, for, for the site and, the ver and, and, of course, for the, for the program. Um, but, you know, it, it, was, it was unusual for me to be around that many uh, uh, kids. Of course, it was Mother's Day, so all the single moms, and uh, they had their kids there. I don't care much uh, for children. I, of course, that was at the root of uh, the reason why, uh, one of the reasons, I guess, uh, why I did split from, from, from Ginny. As you know, uh, I just uh, I disagreed with the premise that we should bring another child uh, into this world. Uh, but there I was around all these uh, little tykes, and boy, you know, one of them, I was sitting up there uh, amidst a Mother's Day brunch. Boy, uh, that's something. Uh, everybody's uh, dressed up there overlooking the golf course, and uh, they had your usual, uh, you know, toast points and things and strawberries and whatnot. And uh, but I'm looking out over this golf course, 
and just a sea of golf carts there, real, real good-looking things. And uh, I, I was tempted myself to go out and play a little, but uh, you know that uh, temperature was real hot. The point is, I saw this little this little kid ran out there. He was out in the walking path, or some not a little kid, probably, probably in his teens or so, and, and just this this young. Uh, maybe a tween, and, and they're walking out there and, and get, get pretty far out, and, and boy, it was just delightful to watch this. This old fella got in the cart and just zipped right out around, and he he must have had that thing going, I don't know, 40 miles an hour, tore right around there, up around a tree, and just intercepted this kid and said, hey, you know, this is a private course. You get back uh, to, to where you came from, and I just chuckled. I thought that was great. You know, they really got this kid. Uh, get off the course, you know that you you don't need to be out there uh, uh, meshing up things. But it was a wonderful time. The rest of the time was great, and uh, went for a dip in the pool there. Of course, you go out uh, fr from the east coast, and you get real jet lagged. I mean, it really it really got to me. Uh, and as I get older, I think it just it wears you down more and more. They say it's easier coming back, or maybe it's the other way. I I, I never get that right. But the fact is, going out there this time really, that really took it out of me. We had a real, uh, I had a real early flight, uh, but and, and I slept maybe 14 hours or so, and I had some marvelous dreams. I tell you, I had some fun dreams. But um, uh, you know, so I, I spent a lot of time uh, just just in the in the room, and uh, what a what a nice big big room this was. A really high functioning air conditioner, and. Uh, uh, they had one of these things uh, in the in the bathroom, and maybe you've been in in some of these places. Nah, I don't know that as many places do this, but some of the older hotels, like this one, was uh, probably in the 70s or so built, and it had one of the heat lamps in the bathroom. Well, wouldn't you know it? I was so out of my mind, tired and groggy. I took a, you know, I relieved myself there, and uh, I, I left the light on, and wouldn't you know it was the heat lamp. And boy, I came back and I thought, whoa, my God, what is, I thought, you know, I thought somebody had collapsed in the, and started to decompose in the bathroom. Well, it turns out I just left the heat lamp on with a full toilet. And, and let me tell you, friends, don't do that. But anyway, it got cleared up right away and I called housekeeping and they dealt with it. But uh, they had some, uh, uh, some very, also, let me just say this, something I don't always enjoy. Uh, they had some wheat coffee there. And uh, more and more, I think you see this. Uh, it's it's a the coffee comes in a, you know, they have the maker there, but the the coffee comes in what they call a flavor pouch. Well, I don't know the history of all foods, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know about all innovations uh, that come along, and I don't know if I can be fully enthusiastic about the flavor pouch or not. Some things it's okay. Some things I appreciate the the speed and efficiency of that. But I don't know that we need flavor pouches. I mean, that's future speak to me. You know, everything's going to be a flavor pouch. But uh, you know, this is the way this is the way it is. And we have these pouches that are full of flavor. You got to add them to things. Well, this is the coffee, and there's not a lot of flavor in this pouch. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, boy, real weak. You know, and you add the non-dairy creamer, everything. But I don't. I mean, this is like the future, circa 1980. You know, it's like, what would be if we just powdered everything? Uh, I, I don't know that I'm in favor of a future like that. Uh, I suggest that we uh, uh, maybe make a flavor bucket or something. You know, something that can contain a larger amount. Uh, perhaps it's the pouch that's inadequate. 
Oh my gosh. But let me, you know, speaking of, of, of flavorful things, on the plane out there, I don't know how they do this, but I was watching TV. Used to be they had movies that would play on there. A little screen would come down, and, and everybody watched one screen. Then they turned to these little uh, monitors that come out of the ceiling, you know, little pods. I mean, talk about innovation. And these little things would come down, and sometimes the color would be off, or you could see the, you know, sometimes it would be real green. You know, I remember uh, watching a particularly green version of the great Sandra Bullock vehicle, Hope Floats. And uh, I was always disappointed. I kind of had to watch the one that was uh, two two screens in front of me to get the accurate color. But anyhow, this one they have now. They have the TV right there in front of you, and isn't that great? But this was live TV, and uh, folks, I I don't want to be shy about this, but I believe I have uh, fallen in in love because uh, there was a woman on there who had just about everything that I'm looking for. Uh, she was a solid entertainer, and uh, she prepared recipes uh, uh, for herself, but she did so in a way that was visually appealing and uh, uh, financially uh, cost-effective and, and, and what seemed to be moderately tasty. Uh, and with it, with it, let me say this, too. She always makes a specialty cocktail uh, with it. This woman's name is, is uh, Sandra Lee, and uh, she has a, a cooking program uh, called Homemade uh, with Sandra Lee. And what she does, it's what I've been looking for. It's what I talk about. You know, she, and let me just say, she's a real lonely-looking gal. I mean, you can tell when somebody invests that much time into coordinating her curtains with her apron, with the cans and the jars and the, uh, uh, all, the all the glassware, everything, all the, all the, God, it must just take her days to, to think, okay, I'm going to make something in, 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 uh, uh, with watermelon and everything's going to be pink and green and I'm going to wear a pink and green sweater. I appreciate that level of detail, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, and she, uh, she just has, it's the complete package. And she's a good-looking lady, too. Although you see in her eyes, there's just a deep sense of loneliness. And that is attractive to me. Uh, and one of the things that she does that's great I just think this is a, a marvelous idea, and f and 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 uh, I encourage all of you listeners, all the family of enthusiasts, to to just consider doing this. Uh, what she's invented a term I think uh, called tablescaping. Tablescaping, ladies and gentlemen, that's where you consider your your dining table, your entertainment table, the place where the meal will be served, as a as a landscape for visual invention. And uh, that can, I mean, you, you have place cards that are fancifully designed, uh, uh, charger plates and napkins, and uh, they'll all stick with the theme. It'll all be the same, whatever it is, just taken to this uh, beautiful, uh, overwhelming uh, extreme of, of matching and and good intentions. And it's, it's just something to behold. I mean, you can imagine just as if it was a landscape you just sometimes what I'd like to do is meet up with Sandra and I would like to just go to her table and crouch down to the end of the table and just look at it as if I was surveying a, a, a miniature you know landscapers and a diorama of of this world that she's created for food oh my friends uh, she does make my heart go pitter-patter so excuse me if, if I go on about her, but she's really something, and I hope to be 
uh, tablescaping uh, real soon. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that, even for one. Even if you're eating by yourself, I encourage you, as I do, to really make something uh, of it. I think this time I might do a sort of a fire, a fireman's theme, or, or you know, make some chili, and then uh, maybe have a small building uh, that's on fire uh, with tapioca hoses. I haven't got it all worked out, but I think it's going to be really something. And uh, it, uh, I'll take some pictures and, and, and have JJ post them. Boy, you know, I know we're going to run along with this episode. I just have no apologies about that because I also want to talk to you. I mean, I, I fell in love on this trip, uh, but I also uh, made a dear, dear friend uh, by the name of Tom Dugan. And uh, uh, the Doug, as he likes to be called, he would, you know, sometimes you get on a plane. And if you're like me, sometimes I just think, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. I just want to get this thing over with. You know, five hours, let me pray for a, a tailwind, and let's get there. And, you know, because the conversations always can be real. Yeah, well, not always, but sometimes they can be real downers, you know. And, well, where are you traveling to? Oh, you're going there. Is it for business or pleasure? Uh, sometimes I just, I don't want to talk to you. But uh, but other times, you, you come across somebody so uh, marvelous, so, so that has so much to offer to the world that you have to engage with them, you have to talk to them, and, and you want to. And next thing you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to New York on behalf of the entire uh, Burbank-based aircrew. Uh, the time is, et cetera, the weather, et cetera. You know, the, it just happened real fast. Well, that's the case with the Duke. This fellow, I knew I was going to like him the minute I saw him. Uh, uh, he was decked out in some beautiful khaki shorts and a, and a light blue golf shirt. And I thought, well, that's looking good so far. Uh, a way to go. Uh, because not enough people in Los Angeles, or New York for that matter, really, really uh, wear shorts enough, I think. And he just, he had some, you know, not a tan fellow, but, uh, you know, he, you could, he was intelligent and uh, uh, strong legs, so why not show them off? He had these great glasses on, too, uh, just some gold frames, and, uh, boy, real gadget freak, you know, I guess that's what you call him. He was really going to going to town there, even after the, I tell you this, I knew he was a little bit of a rebel, too, because even after the stewardess came by uh, to say, hey, shut off your electronics, this guy kept going, and, and isn't that fun? He just kept going with that, sending a text or an important email or something, God knows, on that greasy little screen of his just going all going to town. I mean, he really had, he was really showing them, you know, hey, I'll do this when I want to. And you know, the whole trip, uh, I mean, it turns out he's on a bit of a, he's watching his weight, as am I, and uh, uh, he's on a sunflower seed diet and Diet Coke diet. So uh, he, he uh, corralled the, the stewardess to give him three cans of Diet Coke, uh, uh, two, two glasses full of ice, and he said, I'm sorry, I'm a fish. And he just, boy, he was a fish. He really soaked that Diet Coke in. And uh, only one bathroom trip, too, which was good because I was on the outside. And I don't like all the up and down. Once you're in there, you're going to stay in there. The fact of the matter, he was on this, this sunflower seed thing. So he would he would finish the, the Diet Coke and he would pound, oh, maybe 400 of these sunflower seeds and suck them completely. And then he'd lick his fingers, and he'd stick that seed, the empty seed, he'd stick that into the into the can. 
making a satisfying plink at the end of it. And uh, just wet fingers to that can for about, oh, like I said, about five hours or so. And uh, he watched, uh, he, he, he watched a, a movie, he pulled up a movie there, and he said, hey, would you like to watch this with me? And I said, yes, I would, dude, yes, I would. And we watched that and shucked sunflower seeds together. And, uh, boy, you know, I think he sent some emails during the flight, too. He had some, a real pretty picture of his wife with a, with a cocker spaniel uh, named Sparrow. And he, I think he sent that out, too. I mean, this guy was just making his own rules, and I was happy to get to know him and kind of have feel a little bit of that uh, rebellious spirit with him. It really, uh, it really made me feel good and was a great way to cap off a, a, a Western swing out there. Um, uh, real fun, and I hope that uh, uh, we get to stay in touch. Uh, so, Doug, you better, you know, keep in touch, and uh, you know, email me or or something. Uh, and hey, listen. Well, like I said, I was going to run along, but I I got that spirit of the Doug, so I'm breaking some rules, uh, and I feel good about it. Uh, uh, but that is all the time that we have, and of course, I've enjoyed my time with you immensely. Uh, there, there's more to report uh, uh, from Los Angeles and some, some upcoming gigs. I hope that we're able to secure another uh, New York show soon for all of you. Uh, it's, always, it's always wonderful to be with you live and in person. Until then, I am filling my eco-canteen with Johnny Walker Red, and uh, I, I wish you all a, a, a pleasant day. And, and uh, I hope to be with you again real soon. Now let's get back to that music that you all enjoy so much.